books kind of know what they're doing when it comes to that. Yeah, I'm not sure I'm going to be betting much more uh, World Cup this uh, tournament. I just don't, I don't know that much about it. And that's kind of, as I've gotten older and more mature and a smarter better, don't bet on things you don't know a whole lot about. And I don't necessarily want to tail an expert just because they're an expert. Like, I need to have some of my own research and stuff before I make bets. And that's one that I just, I'm not confident in. Kind of like the WNBA for myself this season. I'm just staying away from things that I don't know a whole lot about. And that one of those is soccer. Yeah. Yeah. It won't be much more soccer for me. You know, hey, saw a shot, saw some juicy plus money. Said, hey, why don't I give it a little splash? We'll see what happens. We'll make it fun. Didn't end up so fun. No. Uh, the Angels won that second game as well, 11-4. to four. I mean, we were, we were talking about that in the bottom of the ninth, so that one was uh, put away. Otani, though, Otani uh, pitched a shutout, and then the very next game, doubleheader today, second game, um, opposite field home run. Just a solid day work for Otani. That's Nothing why you crazy. keep him. That's right? why you keep him. Yeah, puts fans in the seats. Yeah. Brought over Giolito, too, so at least trying to show Tanya that they're willing to make a little bit of a push to make the playoffs this year. We'll see if that actually happens, but he is uh, pretty, pretty impressive. All right, heading back over to the NFL. Most passing yards this season. Who is going to throw the most? Patrick Mahomes, obviously, at the top of the board, plus 400, followed by Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, and then good old Kirky Cousins sitting in fourth. Uh, on the leaderboard, nine to one. After watching quarterback a little bit, I do kind of love Kirk Cousins just a little <laughs> bit more, or I should say, love him a little bit because I, I wasn't a huge fan before. He's a quirky, weird guy, but he's kind of like that lovable loser that he just seems like such a nice guy that you want to root for him. And he's throwing to the best wide receiver in all of football and Justin Jefferson. So for him to have the most passing yards, um, someone that makes sense to be at the top of this board, really. Yeah, that's the Midwest in you, Kate. You know, you got a little Kirk Cousins there, <laughs> nice guy, easy to root for, right? You know, um, but listen, I think Cousins is an interesting player um, in the sense that when you look at these types of quarterbacks, if you're going to make a bet, listen, Patrick Mahomes, obviously 250, he's the most likely to win. He's probably going to win, right? He's going to throw as many yards as he wants to. That's really what it comes down to. Um, but if you're looking for someone else, it's a pretty good number. I, I want a quarterback here that does not have a good defense. Kirk Cousins checks that, right? Trevor Lawrence checks that. That Jacksonville defense, a little bit better last year, not great. Tua, right? We just talked about it. They might have to score a whole lot of points this year if Jalen Ramsey isn't coming back till December. So, you know, depending on how much you want to have invested in Tua this year, you know, maybe you take a little bit of splash with him. But I'm looking at – for passing yards, a yards-based, you know, stat, I want a, a quarterback that is going to feel a lot of scoreboard pressure during the season, a lot of urgency to put points on the board, to get chunk yards, to get explosive plays. And I think Cousins fits that. I mean, Brian Flores, I love as a coach. I think he long-term, he's going to do a great job there in Minnesota. But even when he took over Miami as a head coach, it took a while. Remember, they got blown out like 60 to nothing against the Ravens in week one that year. Like, it was like, you know, unbelievable. So, I, I think it's going to take him a while in Minnesota to get that defense to where it needs to. So, I think Kirk Cousins, 9-1. to one, There's a lot worse bets you can make. I like your thought on Tua. Like, I, I think mm -hmm. that could be 
a really good offense and one that's throwing the ball a ton. Calvin Ridley has looked really good in preseason or in training camp so far. I mean, he looks quick. And maybe it's just because we haven't seen him for a year or so that seeing him back on the field is just kind of odd. So he looks extra good, but he looks fast. And so I think Tua there, my only concern is, again, Tua's health. How much money do I want tied into the Dolphins, knowing that Tua just has that history with concussions and things like that? But not a bad look there. Um, Justin Herbert, always someone you could kind of bet on. I mean, the Chargers throw the ball a lot. Well, 65% of their uh, yeah, plays – Last year, passing plays with Kellen Moore. I mean, he wants to light up the scoreboard and put a ton of points on the board and have that offense moving quickly down the field. Like, I could get on board with Justin Herbert, too. I really love uh, Trevor Lawrence. And maybe I'm, like, too biased towards Trevor Lawrence. I mean, I think Trevor Lawrence for MVP isn't even a terrible look. If you think about what he did from the Urban Meyer year one to actually having a – normal head coach, someone who's been in the league before, won a Super Bowl, like took a huge leap that next season. What's he going to do again this season? Like, is that jump once again, just as big? And if it is, I think that he could be someone that's slinging the ball around quite a bit. We saw what he did against Justin Herbert and the Chargers in that uh, wild card game last year. So Trevor Lawrence is someone that I'm having my eye on for a lot of things this year. I'm just kind of trying to pin down what I actually want to bet on him because I'm not going to bet everything on Trevor Lawrence, but a couple things here and there is definitely going to catch my attention. I just need to figure out what that is. Yeah. You know, and he gets Calvin Ridley there, right? So he gets another weapon. I, you know, little concern with the offensive line, you know, it might be an issue protecting him this year, but we'll see how that pans out, but he definitely has the talent and it's great to see him, you know, a guy like that with the pedigree he had coming out of Clemson, you know, in a system with a head coach that is proven, can develop quarterbacks. So he's definitely on the right track in Jacksonville, you know, starting to, you know, bear some of the fruit from, you know, taking him number one overall. So I like him. I think that's a guy a lot of people have pegged to take a big leap. A little worried about the offensive line, but in a passing yards thing like this, like they could, again, I don't think their defense is, you know, scaring anybody right I, you know they're not one of the worst in the league but they're right around middle of the pack they'll probably remain there so I think it makes sense but that, that's the guys I want I want quarterbacks that are going to have to continue to score points aggressively because their defenses aren't that solid I totally said Calvin Ridley was on uh the Dolphins this year I got those two mixed up I was thinking Tyreek Hill Calvin, Calvin Ridley yep. with uh Trevor Lawrence that's the duo you know yes. both the green-ish uniforms down south easy mix up <laughs> I wasn't sure um, if you were well, having like going back and forth between both teams because we were talking about both teams. And I'm like, maybe she's like switching too fast in her mind. I wasn't sure, but it's all good. I'm just confusing myself here along with all of our <laughs> listeners here. Calvin Ridley is on the Jacksonville Jaguars this season. Um, looking at Mahomes, I mean, Mahomes seems to be at the top of every statistical category every, se- every single year. But plus 250, I feel like I, I just want – better odds on him like do you have any interest in betting Mahomes or Burrow who are both at the top of the board first and second uh even Josh Allen at those numbers or if you're going to bet a future and into a market like this are you looking for more someone along the Tua which is 14 to 1 or Lawrence 16 to 1 something like that and getting a little bit extra value there 
Yeah, I think at this time of the year, if I'm going to take a shot, I want it to get back more value. Now, as we get closer to the season, I might be more willing to fire on Mahomes. But just because, like, I don't want to still have all this injury risk like we saw with Joe Burrow at this point of the year when I'm betting into a, a bet that only gives me plus 250 for a season-long prop, right? So I'm going to tie up money, you know, until February for plus 250. I, I don't I don't want to do that and inherit risk from now until September. So if the number is the same in September, I would hit it because I think Mahomes probably going to pass for the most yards in the NFL as long as he's healthy. But I do think when looking at the board, something people need to consider, you know, Joe Burrow plus 750, that's a pretty big gap from plus 250. And he, I believe he was second in the NFL last year in average yards per game. He was fourth in total passing yards. But if you remember, because of the Damar Hamlin situation, they played one less game than everybody else. So that's something that people need to keep in mind. He didn't play 17 games like everyone else in the league. He only played 16, came in, you know, I believe it was third or fourth in total passing yards, but his average per game was second in, against Mahomes. So when you look at that information and you look at the gap in the odds, plus 250, plus, two, uh, plus 750, you know, we got to make sure the calf is good, right? We don't want to bet into a bad calf. But, you know, if the calf is clear, you know, that might be a spot that makes some sense. I totally forgot about that. That's a really good yeah. point. 16 games last so that, year because they didn't make that game yeah. up because they couldn't figure it out. Remember, it was like this big controversy. And then yep. the Bengals ended up getting hosed in the playoffs because they didn't have a chance to be the like the proper seed. And, you know, it got real goofy. Right. That's it. Goofy. That's a good word for that. It did get a little goofy towards the end of the season last year. Uh, passing touchdowns this season. Is that going to be a goofy market? Something tells me it's not. Mahomes, again, the favorite there, plus 250, uh, or three to one, rather. And, I mean, he threw the most touchdowns by far. The Chiefs, 41 passing touchdowns last season. The next closest team was... The Bengals and Bills tied at 35, and then you drop all the way down to 30 for the Vikings, Dolphins, and Seahawks. So we talk, I mean, seven years in a row, the Chiefs are winning the AFC. I'm not sure this changes a whole lot with Mahomes. Like, he's going to be there at the end of the season at the top of these boards. But to your point, plus 300, wait a little while and see if you get a better number. Um, again, Kirk Cousins, not a terrible look thrown to Justin Jefferson, similar things that we, I mean, pretty much everything we just talked about with the passing yards kind of relates to touchdown market as well, a little bit. What other things are, are go into your thought process when looking at most passing touchdowns, Mark? Well, when I look at the top of the board, right, how are you going to throw passing touchdowns? You got to let it rip in the red zone, right? And, you know, what team, when we look at these quarterbacks, you know, really kind of focused on the red zone, it's the Buffalo Bills, right? You know, we know, the Bills can't run the ball, right? You know, they can't run the ball. So what they do, they went out and got Dalton Kincaid, another red zone weapon, a tight end for Josh Allen to throw the ball to. So, you know, when I think of that, I think, hey, you know, maybe Allen's worth a shot, 35 touchdowns last year. You know, he missed some time, right, with injury. You know, so if he's healthy for a full 17, they're not going to run the ball in the red zone. They can't run the ball. Josh Allen's the only guy that can run the ball on the team. So, you know, the addition to Kincaid, the pair with Knox, and digs in the red zone can open things up. So I think you can see more red zone touchdowns out of Josh Allen, which is ultimately going to pad his total. So, um, again, you know, you don't want to be in the business of fading Patrick Mahomes too much, but if you're going to take a shot with someone down the odds board, I don't think you have to go too far. I think Josh Allen can make sense. What about Geno Smith? He finished with 30 oh, passing touchdowns. Oh, this year, man. 
last season. Yeah, is that someone to take a look at? I mean, great value there at 20 to 1. Similar roster last year. If Gino is the same Gino that we saw in the 2022 season, he might be someone, a sneaky one down the list that maybe people overlook for some of those bigger names um, at the top. I really like that because they add Jackson Smith and Jigba, the slot receiver that they need. They, you know, they might have, if you're talking about a trio, they might have the most dangerous trio of wide receivers in the NFL. You know, it, it would lock it, Metcalf, Smith and Jigba. Um, but, you know, also too, you look at the, the offense, you know, the weakness is the offensive line. They got a very young offensive line yeah. that is still gelling, having to come together, especially to tackle. So, are they going to be effective in running the football in the red zone? You know, maybe not, right? Maybe that forces Geno to throw more touchdowns, you know, when they get down there. Um, and plus, they, you have the explosive playmakers that you can get, you know, long touchdown passes as well. They don't have to matriculate the ball down the field 12 plays at a time, you know, with these long time-consuming drives. They can get explosive plays, you know, out of guys like Metcalf. And they can, you know, score in the red zone. 